at what point of your reproductive health, let's say from being a teenager to getting ready to conceive, should you start paying attention to cleaning chemicals? <laughs> like remember how I was saying before how fertility is multi-generational in its impact, right? So the best time to start paying attention to cleaning chemicals is three generations forward. So, you know, you really are looking at the health of your grandchildren here. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and, and look, mind you, of course, you know, there is always a situation where we don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. we, we do our best and we learn along the way. So I think that first, that self-compassion and that ability to look at ourselves and just do our best is so important, right? How can I, or what can I do to help myself, right? What can I do? And especially if somebody is trying to get pregnant right now, or they have experienced reproductive difficulties or challenges or everything else, like we then need to ask the very good question of like, okay, what can I influence also understanding that for many people, this is a occupational hazard. It's a, a hazard that is coming um, from work, from the fact that, you know, you, you're living your life and you're, you're making it work and it is work and it's your livelihood. So it's like, you know, I've had patients in my clinic who have come to me because they worked as cleaners, they worked in chemical plants and so on and so forth. And I, what I always say to them, Changing jobs is always the last resort because that just becomes an extra stress uh, on top of everything else, right? And fertility treatment isn't exactly cheap, right? It isn't exactly free. So you've got to actually figure out, okay, well, how do I make this work whilst still, you know, protecting my health, protecting my fertility and so on. So what I like to always say to people is the first step is how do we start from where we are and make the biggest but in you know, a positive change that we can. And for some people, it might literally just be using protective equipment. You know, like I had a man once who worked in a um, in an aluminium factory, and he would wear absolutely use absolute no protective equipment. And I'm like, are you crazy? It's like the workplace provided it, and he was like, oh no, it doesn't matter. You know, and we found that his fertility problems were specifically related to aluminium exposure. So then at that point, we're like, okay, you know what? You need to wear everything from the suit to the goggles to the uh, mask to every single thing. And when you get home, you literally remove everything. You have a shower at work and then you go home. Because otherwise also what's happening is you're bringing all of those chemicals into your own home, right? So that's another very important thing. Like for people who do cleaning as a job, my recommendation would be the last job of the day, you get changed, mm -hmm. put everything in a bag and you go home already with different clothes because no matter what, you would have touched your clothes, you would have, edited, and in their clothes will be dirt, dust, grime, cleaning, cleaning products, you know, you name it. I mean, I know I did the job. So, so, well, you know, and it's funny because who knows, who knows what it's really like to clean houses all day, every day, except house cleaners. As you come into my house from my garage, I have a laundry room right there to the side. And it has a great big, enormous tree in front of it. So you can't see out the window from the neighbors. And I literally would strip off all my clothes and leave them right there yeah. because I don't want them in the rest of my house. And not just cleaning chemicals, but I would have dog hair and I would have yeah. dust and yeah. I would have all kinds of stuff that had 
just come in contact with me throughout the whole day. And I didn't want to then cross contaminate, take all that stuff through my house, even to go to my bedroom and just, you know, change in the closet. Exactly. I wanted to just get everything off right there. And it's interesting because we are aware, but many of us don't make choices about our own health. And I don't know, I was probably in the business for five or six years before I learned about HEPA filtration with vacuums. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking, wait a second, they're making vacuum cleaners with HEPA filtration. What does that mean? And when I started thinking through it, you know, logically that it's removing the particulates out of the air, wait a second, if they're making vacuums that have HEPA filtration, what am I breathing if I'm the one that's working around the dust and things like that? And that's mm-hmm. just along with those cleaning chemicals. We talk exactly. about personal protective equipment, but it's not usually until we do like a deep cleaning project and there's a lot of dust or something that we even put a face mask on. No, and there- exactly. uh, such an important point that you make. And I have to stop you there for one second because, you know, we treat in my clinic, we treat people with serious health conditions as well that are causing their fertility problems typically. And one of the most serious that most people don't realize, and cleaners would be in contact with this all the time, is mold. Mold is literally, it's one of the worst possible exposures that a person could have. And when you are cleaning mold in particular, literally, like I would recommend hair covers. I would recommend like literally goggles. I would recommend masks. I would recommend gloves. I would recommend different clothing and literally all of that stuff needs to be completely stripped before you even get in your car, mm. right? Because all of that is going to end up in your car that eventually is going to end up in your clean clothes from your wardrobe, right? And then getting back into the house. So I totally, totally agree with you that, you know, sometimes it's the things that we don't think about that we are doing that we can potentially start to look at it and examine and go, okay, well, how do I need to do this differently? Because otherwise we end up with more of the same, right? So that's a really critical piece that you bring to the table. Well, and, and it's interesting because when you, we start talking about mold, a lot of house cleaners will go straight for the bleach when it comes to the mold. So now they've got mold plus bleach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I got news. I got news for you. The mold might look better, but what does the insides of you look like? Right? I know. I know. And that's, that is definitely a tricky thing. It's definitely tricky because it's like, you know, it, there is that trade-off. It's almost, we do need to kind of figure out, okay, what is the best way to approach this? And so going back to that piece of, of the conversation, it's about looking very deliberately at every part of your job and every way in which you do something and question, can I be doing this better for my health? Can I be doing this better for myself, right? And of course, if they're not sure if they would like some extra tips and whatever else, you know, I'm sure that you would be very happy to answer those questions. But it's about first becoming conscious of what it is that we're doing, examining that and going, right, what is the next step? If I was to make one tiny improvement here, what could it be? 